Watch ye, for ye not know when the master of the house cometh, at even or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning, lest cutting suddenly he find you sleeping. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. We have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises, declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant and beseech thee, merciful Lord, thy faithful people pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all of their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 92 It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord, and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most Highest. To tell of thy loving kindness early in the morning, and of thy truth in the night season. Upon an instrument of tin strings, and upon the lute, upon the loud instrument, and upon the harp. For thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy words, and I will rejoice in giving praise for the operations of thy hands. O Lord, how glorious are thy works! Thy thoughts are very deep. An unwise man doth not well consider this, and a fool doth not understand it. When the ungodly are green as the grass, and when all the workers of wickedness do flourish, then shall they be destroyed for ever. But thou, Lord, art the most highest for evermore. For lo, thine enemies, O Lord, lo, thine enemies shall perish, and all the workers of wickedness shall be destroyed. But my horn shall be exalted like the horn of a unicorn, for I am anointed with fresh oil. Mine eyes also shall see his lust of mine enemies, and mine ears shall hear his desire of the wicked that arise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree, and shall spread abroad like a cedar in Lebanon. Such as are planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of the house of our God. They also shall bring forth more fruit in their age, and shall be fat and well-liking. That they may show how true the Lord my strength is, and that there is no unrighteousness in him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
Here we begin at the 16th verse of the 23rd chapter of the book of Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord of hosts, do not listen to the words of the prophets who prophesy to you. They make you worthless. They speak a vision of their own heart, not from the mouth of the Lord. They continually say to those who despise me, the Lord has said you shall have peace. And to everyone who walks according to the dictates of his own heart, no evil shall come upon you. For who has stood in the counsel of the Lord and has perceived and heard his word? Who has marked his word and heard it? Behold, a whirlwind of the Lord has gone forth in fury, a violent whirlwind. It will fall violently on the head of the wicked. The anger of the Lord will not turn back until he has executed and performed the thoughts of his heart. In the latter days, you will understand it perfectly. I have not sent these prophets, yet they ran. I have not spoken to them, yet they prophesied. But if they had stood in my counsel and had caused my people to hear my words, then they would have turned them from their evil way and from the evil of their doings. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord. My spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scoured the proud in the imagination of their heart. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble in me. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel. He promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 16th verse of the 28th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee, to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of age. Amen. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. 
I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Almighty God, who hast committed to the hands of men the ministry of reconciliation, we humbly beseech thee by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit to put into the hearts of many to offer themselves for this ministry, that thereby mankind may be drawn to thy blessed kingdom through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness and put upon us the armor of light. Now in the time of this mortal life in which thy Son, Jesus Christ, came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day when he shall come again in his glorious majesty, to judge both the quick and the dead, may rise the life immortal through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost now and ever. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. But in our darkness we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, welcome. A couple of thoughts on uh, tonight's lessons. Uh, today is an, an Ember Day. It's one of um, the four times of year where we have um, a set of Ember Days, and on Ember Days we pray uh, for the increase of ministers in our church, and we recognize that God has given the ministry of reconciliation to to men, to people, um, that that we, the church, are the ones who are sent by God to to deliver the gospel and to bring people into communion with God. And that's a very uh, large responsibility that that we've been given by God, and it's is something that uh, we need to prayerfully consider and definitely pray that we have uh, an increase in ministers and ministry. Um, and since today is Wednesday, we'll be praying for an increase in mission and ministry. Um, it goes hand in hand with the Ember Days. So Jeremiah's passage talks about um, Jeremiah is a prophet, first off, and there's a couple of things that characterize a prophet, but the main thing is the prophet is chosen to speak for the Lord. Uh, a prophet is able to accurately and truly say, thus says the Lord, which is what we begin our passage with, um, with Jeremiah. And so the prophet speaks through the Lord. And one of the things that characterizes all of the, new, uh, the Old Testament books in the canon is that 
they were given by a prophet. They, they can say, thus says the Lord. And this is different from our apocryphal books, where the author, although they may be saying things that are true, and although they may be writing about things that have to do with the worship of God and the right worship of God, they cannot authentically say, thus says the Lord, as they write it. And so there's a difference there. That's, that's the difference between um, our Old Testament canon books and those uh, apocryphal books. So Jeremiah can say, thus says the Lord. And a prophet is not someone who can tell the future. Um, the prophet is someone who speaks for God and has that authority that when a prophet says something, and especially when a prophet says that the Lord says this thing, that's authoritative. And oftentimes, God will give them um, a future event that will take place to confirm the the prophecy that they are indeed speaking on behalf of the Lord. But being able to say anything about a future event is not something that makes someone a prophet. Um, being able to talk about a future truth, seeing as God is out time, outside of time and space, um, is, is just a, a natural fact that God is able, when he says something about the future, um, it's not a probability thing. It's just something that's going to happen because God is outside of time and space. In this particular passage, um, God is is talking about false prophets. So people who said, thus says the Lord, those that claim they're speaking on behalf of God, but but are not really. And he says that one of the things um, that made them a false prophet was that they would say you they would say to the people, the false prophets would say, you shall have peace. And when there really was not peace, they would they would say things are all fine and good when things are not really fine and good. Jeremiah right now is writing to a people that are about to be led into captivity and um, and the city of Jerusalem is about to be destroyed. We're really on the brink um, of the worst of times. And to have prophets here saying things are all good and fine, uh, he says, uh, listen to the dictates of your heart. No evil will come upon you. That's not right. Sometimes the prophet has to, to do a lot. A lot of the times the prophet has to do some course correction. They have to, they have to say, hey, what, what we're doing here is not, not right. And if we continue to do these things that are not right, there's going to be consequences to those things. And we can see kind of here and now uh, where there can be this, this kind of attitude, uh, you know, going out and about where it's like, okay, you know, you do what, what you want to do. You do what's right for you. Um, I'll do what's right for me. And everyone's going to end up fine in the end. And that's just not necessarily something that's, that's, that's true because, um, if you're doing what's right for you and what's right for you is is uh, seeking after evil and eschewing you know the Lord, then then what you're doing is you're damaging your own soul. you're you're not setting yourself up for everlasting life to spend with God. Um, and so you know it's it's good to have someone there that is going to give course correction and give some boundaries um, that that need to be that need to be had. 
And uh, one of the jobs of the prophet is to do that. And, um, you know, famously, Jesus says that uh, most prophets were killed or, or you know, uh, beaten or not appreciated in their time. And of, and of course, that's true because people want to do what people want to do. They don't necessarily want, you know, to listen to what the prophet has to say. And so it's a difficult task in that sense is that uh, the prophet, you know, is if they're going to speak um, what God is telling them, it's going to, it's, it's, it's sometimes not going to be, you know, what other people want to hear. And oftentimes it won't be. Going over to our New Testament lesson here, uh, we have um, the Great Commission, which are the last words that Jesus speaks to his disciples before he is ascended into heaven. And Jesus is saying that all authority uh, in heaven and earth has been given to him. He now has been given the authority from the Father through um, his participation in the cross. And uh, what he's doing is he's passing this authority on to the church. He says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And so we have this, this hierarchy where Jesus um, is acting with authority to say, to empower his church to go and baptize and to spread the gospel and to be the ministers of reconciliation. And so when we are given the task to go out and minister to the world and, you know, a lot of the times it's, it's great to go out and minister to the world and, you know, baptizing young children, um, marrying uh, couples, um, all of these great things, these happy things are all, all fun and, and a wonderful thing to take part of. Um, and the church has the authority to do those things. Sometimes, you know, it's not necessarily fun to go out and course correct and and, um, and say, hey, maybe, maybe we need to rethink what we're doing in this situation here um, and get back on track with God. You know, those things are not quite as fun. And it's okay because we have... Um, you know, we, we answer to God. That's our ultimate answer. He's the one that gives uh, authority to the church to do these things. And so, you know, that's that's what's happening here in the Great Commission is that, that Jesus um, is in God. It pleases God to give uh, the ministry of reconciliation to men. God wants us to take part in the salvation of the world. Uh, he doesn't want us to just be um, passive participants. And uh, he also wants to give us the confidence to go out and do that and to go out and to preach the gospel and to baptize uh, so that other people might be brought into communion with God and they might have everlasting life. There's a couple of thoughts on this evening's lessons. Uh, we will continue with the litany for the church and evangelism. We offer the litany for the church and evangelism this evening to the glory of God that God may um, may hear um, all the, the petitions of those who are present here via live stream, that God would increase within our diocese um, a uh, mission and ministry, that God would increase our faithfulness, that God would give us a blessed Advent and a fruitful Advent that we may experience the grace of Christmas in new ways. O God, the Father, creator of heaven and earth, have mercy upon us. O God, the Son, Redeemer of the world, have mercy upon us. O God, the Holy Ghost, Sanctifier of the faithful, 
Have mercy upon us. O holy, blessed, and glorious Trinity, one God. Have mercy upon us. We sinners do beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, that we may please thee to rule and govern thy holy church universal in the right way. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Please thee, sir, to rule the hearts of thy servants, the President of the United States, the Governor of this state, and all in authority, that they may above all things seek thy honor and glory. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please thee to illuminate all bishops, priests, and deacons with true knowledge and, un and understanding of thy word, that both by their preaching and living they may set it forth and show it accordingly. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. They may please thee to send forth laborers into thy harvest. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give to all thy people increase of grace. Hear meekly thy word, and to receive it with pure affection, and to bring forth the fruits of the Spirit. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. It may please thee to comfort and relieve all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. Give them patience in their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. May it please thee to forgive our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and to turn their hearts. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. May it please thee to give us true repentance, to forgive us all our sins, negligences, and ignorances, and to endue us with the grace of thy Holy Spirit, and mend our lives according to thy holy word. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. May it please thee to have mercy on the faithful, departed, Granting them an entrance into the land of light and joy and the fellowship of thy saints. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. We beseech thee to hear us, O Lord God, and it may please thee to fill us with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. For the work of ministry and the building up of the body of Christ. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to give us power through the Holy Spirit to be thy witnesses in word and deed, in our homes, work, and leisure. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to convert hearts through our ministry and add continually to our number those who are being saved. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to bless our ministry of word and sacrament, opening minds to understand the scriptures and making thyself known in the breaking of the bread. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to make us ready always to give an answer to anyone who asks the reason for the hope that is within us. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That may please thee to put it into our hearts to seek out and find thy lost sheep and bring them back into thy fold. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. That it may please thee to fill us with such love for one another, that all may perceive in our midst the presence of Christ and be drawn into his holy fellowship and service. We beseech thee to hear us, good Lord. Almighty and everlasting God, who didst endue thy church with power from on a high on the day of Pentecost, brought thy Holy Spirit upon this parish. Grant unto us all things that are needful for our spiritual welfare. Enlighten and guide our clergy and lay workers. Strengthen and increase the faithful. Visit and relieve the sick. Turn and soften the wicked. Rouse the negligent and careless. Recover the fallen. Restore the penitent. Remove all hindrances to the advancement of thy truth. 
Bring all to be of one heart and mind within the fold of thy holy church. The honor and glory of thy name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Michelle, for responding and reading tonight. Thank you all for being here. Hope you have a wonderful Wednesday evening. Thank you, Deacon Andrew. Good night, everybody. Oh, thank you.